Peace, peace, peace. It is your girl Sunshine and this is Shine Vibrations. So um, I'm just going to get right into it because this is someone I have been hinting at for the year that I have had my podcast so far. Um, but first, I want to share um, two clips. The first clip is going to be from my people's Born King and T. Walker with live alkaline water and um, they have a promotion going on and a health service announcement. So let's check this out. It's love family. Check it out. It's the We Are The Gold campaign. The we Are The Gold campaign is all about highlighting ourselves as the wealth value and solutions we've been looking for. We are the gold. Before it comes to the money, your health is the wealth. Tap into intentional lifestyle decisions, making sure you're putting living local foods, preferably, especially organic, into your well-being, your, your temple, you know. And you already know you got to couple that with the live alkaline water, the best hydration in the nation, natural alkaline spring water straight from the source, no artificial induced processing. And the other side of the We Are The Gold campaign is activating our economics you know so tap into the we are the gold campaign get your twenty dollar monthly subscription special at heavyenergyuniversity.com yeah those my bros they're really out here doing it for the people um so now this next clip before i go into it y'all hear me reference this brother in the numerous previous interviews uh, Josephus Thompson III. Um, I moved to Greensboro, North Carolina in December of 2009 and a very good friend of the family and cousin um, spoke to me. Was I still writing? And I had just started to come out of a depression of losing my daughter who was killed on the highway. And um, part of the moving to North Carolina was like, you know, the healing process. So Josephus was a name I already heard buzzing around the city. And when different people found out that I was interested in poetry, his name always popped up. So my cousin ended up taking me to Josephus in the park. It was poetry in the park. Before they did LaBauer Park over how it looks right now, I'm talking about 2010 <laughs> downtown Greensboro LaBauer Park. And um, a lot of the artists that I am good friends with now my first time seeing them was also because of Josephus. Once we got reconnected and they was like, no, wait. I said, no, wait, poetry in the park. Yes, Josephus, that's when I first saw you. So, you know, he has been somewhat of the glue to how I became a part of the Greensboro um, arts community. Um, going to his event really unlocked a writer's block that I was experiencing after uh, losing my daughter. So. I always reference him and I always thank him because part of what he does for the community is what got me to this right now, having my own platform. So just to give you a little bit, because this brother has been, when I say everywhere, everywhere, he um, he's a spoken word artist that performs everywhere. He's an activist, um, a teacher, and he's also an um, author. He was recently honored as Greensboro's first ever, I believe, Poet Laureate. So, you know, that is one great accomplishment. He's already going to be in the history books for that. Um, he is definitely a trailblazer. Um, he has performed and shared stages with people like Oprah, nationally renowned entertainers like Kanye West, my girl's poetry, and the last poets. Um, he's also a graduate of North Carolina A&C University. So you already know the famous saying, Aggie Pride. Um, I have a cousin that is, so um, I'm only affiliated by family <laughs> association, but a lot of my family members and people that I have been able to become family with, they are all Aggies. And Josephus really, really has a heart for the community and the kids. One thing I know, he has done a lot of things, um, assisting our youth and tapping into the things that they never knew that they could accomplish. Um, I've heard a lot of youth reference this brother as far as 
them being able to finally deal with their emotions that they weren't taught at home because they took the time to listen to him and learn that they could write and get their emotions out in a way that wouldn't cause any harm to them. So just to give y'all a little bit, a little snippet of Josephus and his talent, uh, check this out. So, without further ado, because I know that wasn't right, just that little snippet, uh, let's bring out my brother, Josephus. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. I, I waited for the opportune time. I said, I know he is busy. I wish <laughs> I to keep track because, you know, life be life for all of us. No doubt. And I said, wait, before the end of this year, I got to get them. And it, it was dope. I, I love it that, you know, all of my past guests, including you, are being receptive because this is just another way for me and us to shine, you know. So if I could do anything to help my people, you know, I'm always down for that anyway. That's the activist in me. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, so for those who don't know, tell the people what you want them to know about you, what you feel is important. Ah, 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 well, my name is Josephus. I am uh, a father and, and a husband. Um, that's a huge part of my life these days. Uh, but I am a poet, um, a dreamer, a visionary. And I just love using my art and the platform to build community. Okay, so has there been an outside influence or was it just you starting in the fourth grade? Um, I told you I, I, I do my history. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, that all of us have to write at some point in our lives. Um, and I think that getting some small accolades for early, early on in my life led me to believe that I could do it. Um, and so I continue to write, never thinking it could be a career or, or anything more than, you know, a pastime or a hobby. Um, mm -hmm. And then at some point in my life, somebody offered me some money and said, hey, how much do you charge to, to perform? I had no idea that people got paid to do so, such a thing, you know? Exactly. When I did my research, I uh, found out that there was a whole world waiting uh, for performing artists and creative writers to, to be paid. And I never looked back. I know that's right. Um, so at what age did you just totally focus on writing? Oh man, it wasn't until later on in life. Uh, I graduated, as you mentioned earlier, from North Carolina A&T State University. So definitely Aggie Pride is in the building. Um, I worked 11 years at UPS. I, I performed on stages throughout college and um, started started my company while I was in college and uh, was doing some, some work part-time. It took mm -hmm. me about, probably about a decade, you know, to really get to the point where I could stand on my own too. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to leave, you know, a part-time job and do poetry full-time starting 2010. Okay. And that was what 15 years ago almost. So that's and and that's right when we met. Like yeah. I moved December 2009 and I came to your event in 2010. Wow, that's dope. That's dope. So yeah, it was I I still as you can see, I still remember that event like it was today. Like <laughs> I can see the people, the performances because it's like when they really say your vibe uh, attracts your tribe like right. i remember the performances and it was just a, a constant flow and it wasn't any upsets any hiccups and it's just like 
everybody that was supposed to be there was meant to be there. It made me remember back home catching the train or the, or the path over into New York, catching right. the you know the spots out there. So you know it was like like I'm good. It was also a personal thing for me letting me know like yeah I'm gonna be good here. Like yeah okay this is this is like home away from home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. but um, how is it um, being a, a brother? trying to do this for the community is it really receptive in the beginning or is it something that has to grow on people um so i think you, you don't try you just do it you know i think this art form for me it's part of who i am and so i was doing it before i started getting paid for it and i'll be doing it you know after um and so it's a part of what i do in my daily life it's a part of who i am and so i think when you start from from that space it changes your trajectory. It also changes your your uh, perspective about what it is you have going on. So it's, it's been a blessing, um, and every day is a challenge. You know, you're always continuing to try to refine your craft and find ways to be more effective, more efficient, uh, more profitable as a business, and, and grow as as an artist. So we are constantly becoming every single day. So it's a it's a journey, but it's a it's a beautiful one. Indeed. Um, now some people. Uh, you know, as I mentioned with the youth that I've um, come in contact with that have experienced, have been to your workshops or have performed on the stage along with you. Um, like you had the Poetry Cafe um, that was buzzing for so long. And I would hear how people like, you know, it's just like, right. yo, it's just amazing. It's never the same experience. Um, is that something that you strive for or it just happens that way? Um, I, I think I, I, I think I, it's about creating a platform. You know, in the beginning, I think the space was for me. There was no real true space, you know, for poets, by poets mm -hmm. uh, to be creative and to hone their craft. You know, if you play basketball, go to the gym and play pickup on the weekends, you play Frisbee, is a park for that. Soccer, there's a space for that. But if you're an artist, spoken word, um, R&B, hip hop, you know, the open mic scene is really where you cut your teeth and and hone your craft, where you practice, where you get in, in, engaged with the audience, where you meet other artists, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the Poetry Cafe was designed to be a space where we could grow. Mm -hmm. You know, we could showcase our art um, and be heard and seen by our peers and by our community. And because of that, artists supported it um, started in 2009, and now we are getting ready to be a nationally syndicated radio show next year. So, um, yeah, Indeed. so no, no turn. That is, see, so that's, that's what I'm talking about. That is good. I am so proud, and I'm glad that I can witness this, um, because it's definitely something needed. Uh, a lot of us talk about how poetry is therapeutic for us. I, myself, I tell people, even if you're not a poet, just get a pen and a pen and write. It, right. it, it feels so much better. Um, has there ever been a time where poetry had to uplift you? Was it like helping you through a healing process? I, I think it's just a part of who I am. So I write when I'm bored. I write when I'm excited. I write when I'm sleepy. I write when I'm frustrated. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm always I'm always writing. You know, I mean, because sometimes you just be tired and you just. But you can't sleep, you know. Oh, okay, it's so tossing and turning. So, just I, I get write up. something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I get so, it. I mean, we got all got our phones now. So you can pull out your phone and open the notes and just jot something down. You know how long it took for me to grab my phone to do that, and guess who had to be the one who called me? Look at me. She says, "Sunshine." She said, I know we old school, baby. Like she she just came right out because she understood my frustration with it. Right. And she said, but you know what? It it makes everything so convenient. So if you text, you could go ahead and use them thumbs, to write your poems out and them notes that's in that phone. And yeah. I looked at her like, okay, yes, mama. <laughs> and now I can't stop. Like sometimes people yeah. think I flip social media. No, I done had like five things falling in my head and I'm flipping times writing which one. You know, and back and forth. Yeah, so, I look forward 
pen or a pad. We had five, six stacks of notebook. Got to go find the notebook that you wrote it in. Well, yeah, I tell you, I, I was I just went through books from like some like five, six years ago when I found that, and the notebooks was there, and I said, oh wow, yeah. like I thought they were lost. Um, there were like four that I did lose in a fire that I obviously I can't get those back, but just finding those from like 2016, like that's going to be fun to go back and, and, and read over. But, and I like that. That's the thing that I like about the paper and the pen, as long as you can keep hold to it, you know, you can always go back to it, but these phones is temperamental. Even these storages and these iClouds, all that stuff could crash at any time. So I try to have everything backed up on paper anyway. I'm still old school. Okay. <laughs> And plus, it also helps with memorization when I have yes. to get to that point. So I'm going to write it out anyway <laughs> and listen to it. So that was a good habit to have. Yeah. So and I've done that with everything, becoming an EMT, becoming a dialysis tech, like studying for the exams. I'm writing everything out by hand. So it's really a good habit. And I'll probably have carpal tunnel a little bit soon, but it was worth it. It got me here. Um. What in the places that you have seen where you have performed, didn't you go to Australia? I did. I got a chance to spend 30 days in Australia traveling the country, performing and meeting people. It was dope. And then you went to, was it Seoul? Yeah, I got a chance to do some work in Seoul, Korea um, last summer. Oh, before last, before, right before, right after COVID, I got a chance to go. Um, to Kuala Lumpur, which was really dope to work with some youth there, and on Malaysia, that was that was a beautiful experience, um, and also the Philippines. So yeah, okay. it's, it's been it's been great. So Seoul, Malaysia, the Philippines, Australia, and Africa as well. If I was in South Africa, two thousand and one, yeah. So yeah, so, making these making these be, trips, being in those places what was obviously poetry was the common denominator but was there anything collectively that you experienced from all of those places community community you know um conversation is such a, a huge a huge thing uh, for human beings period to learn how to communicate understand one another um so when you're in a foreign country meeting new people um, and being able to connect and collab through art, it just opens up a, a whole new world, you know. So, um, yeah, it's always a conduit to, to begin the conversation because the poem is just the beginning, you know, That's the conversation, right. the idea, the spark, you know, and to attract. But the real work happens off the stage. That's right. That's right. So what was the best place you've been so far? Well, South Africa by far, you know, my, my first time being on, on the continent was just, uh, it, it was uh, life-changing, you know, you hear about it, you see it on TV, but to see it for yourself is just something different. The, the air smells different, the food tastes different, um, you know, the people, to, to be in a space where where you don't see no white people, you know, for, for days on end, just yeah. uh, changes changes your, your life you know um to be there on the soil um to see the high rises and, and uh, the beach and the beauty of the continent uh, the language um, in south africa there are like 17 18 official languages so just for a person to be able to speak five languages at bare minimum on a daily basis you know um just shatters what they say about our people you know indeed indeed like anyone that takes the time to do the, the real history you know they'll find out but you know as the griots you know yeah. one thing i like about the spoken word artists is that there are times where we reference all the things that's needed so even if people aren't on it they get a spark it gets left and you know we plant the seeds and then somebody else comes and waters it so as yeah. the griots, that's the charge that we have and uh, keeping people connected. Um, being in South Africa, the experience, feeling it for yourself. Um, have you thought about moving? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so um, next year for 24, so 25, 
Um, I, I'm looking at being able to purchase some, some land um, and a home in South Africa. And so, you know, my my legacy and my family can can come and go as, as they please. You know, indeed, indeed. So I have on my on my bucket list for a long time to make sure that I have enough you know funds to make, make that happen for my family. Yeah, I had uh, reached out to my cousin because on Instagram I saw where they said Kenya was having open visas, and um, yeah. he, my my cousin, but he's a performer as well. He musician. He'll live over there in South Africa for six months, come back and forth, right. and um, he ended up marrying my beautiful cousin-in-law, who happens to share the same name Azalea as uh, one of our great aunts, and. Um, they're back and forth between there and here and Ethiopia and stuff. So we recently got to uh, see them again. And um, the experience is listening to him. And um, he always say, yeah, go. Cause if you get the opportunity to go, he's like, go, make sure you take them boys with you. So they definitely want to go. So my cousin told them to take time, research where they want to go. And then we'll link with them and then we'll figure it out from there. So um, that's definitely been on mine since I was a child. Yeah. That's, that's it's, one it's, of those it's a must do. It's yeah. a must do. You must, you must to the continent. Indeed. You know, Jamaica, yes, three times was cool. You uh, know, <laughs> I mean, because it was sort of kind of like the same feeling there too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Besides the tourists, that's if you went down into the villages and different parts, you only seen us. And that was beautiful, you know, the, the way that they treated and took me around and the way that they like everybody talk about how they be trying to hustle out their money. Nah, I had people giving me st stuff more than me spending. Right. <laughs> and well, you know, there's several myths that, that you will get a chance to, to to see the truth of. Exactly. I, I, I think a lot of that is just, you know, trying to deter people or for those who can't go, don't want nobody else to go. But yeah. uh <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, anything to keep us disconnected from those who are like us. And, you know, yeah, we, that, that we, part, that part. But, you know, we're going to we're going to knock those barriers down and we're going to continue <laughs> to do that in whichever shape uh, well, form of fashion, you know, because it is being televised every day now. <laughs> so um, hopefully uh, there will be the torch to leave behind for those to keep it going. Um, you are definitely a trailblazer, like I mentioned before, um, in doing so. And um, Trey, I know Trey when I first moved to Greensboro. Okay. And to see him now, the father, the husband, and to where he is, you know, creating his own slam team and having his own workshops and his open mics. I think I've, I've known Trey since he was like 12. So wow. it, it was like, wow. And then the poem that he does about his grandmother, that right. one hits me because, you know, we, we got our, like me and his mom and his dad got like real close. Right. So they, like when I first got to Greensboro and was getting acclimated, like they were one of the families that like kind of like really took me up under their wing. Be like, look, you good here, you know, things like that. If I needed help with like, Especially it was hard getting a job right away when I first got there. It's like nobody yeah. wanted to hire me because I came from New Jersey. It was like I was getting paid too much and what I was asking for wasn't right. you know what they was willing to give up at the time. But um they was they was dope and and to see him now and also you're part of that growth, you know. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trey was part of the very first slam team in two thousand and twelve. Yeah. That we mm -hmm. started. So yeah. Yeah, he's been around since he was probably 16. So he's, he's, a, he's a grown man now. Yeah, he is amazing. You have really um, really opened the doors and, and kind of like assisted in catapulting people in their path. And, you know, that's that's got to be a dope feeling, you know? Like most people do it because they want the shine for it. But when you're doing it from the heart, it's different. Like you don't have to you know, put it out there because I, for one, have never seen you do that. You know, <laughs> I, I, hey, it's, you know, that's my experience. You feel me? You yeah, know, I don't, I don't have time. I'm, I'm yeah. working on it on the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Social media be mad because people don't support them the way they should. But it's like, right. if people, my take is if they was with you during the trenches, 
you got to where they might didn't think you got right and you got to where they thought you would but it's for the people who don't know you that's supposed to get to know you and, and help push you out further like just looking for those around you you're gonna stay right there you're not gonna go further yeah. but you know i just show love period because my thing is if you're doing something especially if i like it i'm sharing it it costs you nothing to share it it costs nothing to hit a like and keep it pushing and if you don't get them still i don't it's you're opening doorways you know it might be that stranger that you don't know have the key to everything that you thought you could get staying and looking over here to the left it's always strange that you don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then they end, and then sometimes they end up becoming family yeah definitely that's how the platform started you know shout out to uh carla simpson crazy carla i love her that's like my big sis but you know she had me on her podcast and the producer was like yo you got some poetry i like that we don't have that on our platform did you ever want a podcast that's one of the things i said i wanted to do was figure this out when i got to north carolina back in 2009 so here it is you know a year in it takes time people be trying to rush their goals but you know you take time it's all gonna come it's about patience so what out of all the performances that you have done Mm -hmm. is there one that was might have been the hardest or just most for you the hardest performance i've had to do oh man um so we see these black history month shows um and trey was a part of a of, of a lot of for a lot of years um and we would have a 13 person cast you know so poets dancers musicians we create every poem um every scene from scratch every year will be a different theme surrounding black excellence mm-hmm. and we would always have you know five scenes slated you know for for the performance um we would never get to five we always finish four and the fifth one will be rough around the edges you know rough around the edges. <laughs> so so we always end up with four dope scenes you know um and for me having to 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 produce to to host to schedule performances and rehearsals and get the band together and manage, manage schedules i never got a chance to really really rehearse you know as much as i should have which is my i needed to as an artist myself mm-hmm. and so i always find myself winging it through you know performances as a as an artist because i was so in tune with making sure everybody else's performance was going to be I would say those shows were really, really hard for me because I didn't get a chance to do the best that I, that I know I could, you know, as an artist. I think it was as dope as as a producer of a show, you know, to have a 10-year run doing Black History Month shows to support, like you said, 15 different artists every year um, and to make a name for myself. But as, as an artist myself, I, I struggle with not being able to, to give it 100%. You know, I feel like I was always at 85, 90 as an artist. Um, well, you know, we're, always, we're always our worst critics anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really hard because every year I knew that I was going to have to give up some of my artistry in order to make sure that the show happened. So I knew mm. that going in, but it, it was it was hard, you know, to not want to take more time for myself versus working with somebody else on their scene or their poem, you know, so. Mm-hmm coaching and mentoring and, and guiding other people definitely takes a toll on your your personal yes. artistic craft yes that's that's some, some heavy work there yeah. um and now that was the hardest so what's the most memorable so far man now you know i have a daughter you know so uh you know with those same poetry in the park events that we do um june july and august in Labauer, the new Labauer now, you know, um, she comes out to those shows and, you know, she she makes sure she's right in my arms as, as, I'm, as I'm hosting the show. Um, and so having her with me on stage, you know, repeating after me or singing a song with me um, has, has just been uh, a real true light and, and gift to, you know, 
to have this this little person that I made in my arms, as I <laughs> continue to to push forward my passion, my gift, and have her see me in that in that light. Um, yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, so that's that's gonna prepare her. I already know she gonna be a beast on the mic doing something. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a triple or a quadruple threat messing with you. <laughs> yeah, she's a dancer right now, but she she's definitely got some. Well, uh, right now, work. yeah, I like yeah. that. You heard that right, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so with that, we're gonna break. That was a good segue too, because um, Yamasani is another brother who is um, like he's serious about family so i think him being the artist of the week was also divine timing so here we have with yamasani with war Know your history, no history, all the lies and the perjury, the despising the first degree, murdering all the journaling under the guise of furthering a country so disturbing. Its word is not worth a Burger King sandwich or merch for purchasing. Pain and hurt is resurfacing, hanging, choking and gurgling. Slave behavior of worshiping slave owners that purposely raped us all perversely. Tear jerking is urgent. The serpent lurks in a person with no emotion or nurturing traits. Only through conversing can we help reverse all this hate. All human shades engage the universal debate. It's we all the same color, matching curtains to drapes And for certain we're great, you might be nervous to shake my hand Or give me a hug, but that's perfect, let's take This heavy project slow to properly interpret the weight I'm serious, this ain't no joke, throwing dessert in your face No matter your temple, your mosque, or your church, or your faith It's been with your elders, there was a sin Publicly and on the couch while you sit with your kids And now you're about to let that n-word flip out again Then and only then can we begin to be online trying to create a course like excite bike and saw they overturn road verse weight overnight like women don't have a right to choose what they do with the life like then i heard mary miller say thank you for saving white life her people tried to cover it like it's an oversight but it's noticeable and clear as day like it's an overbite mary's hate spews for fake Jewish cheers obi trice don't support me if you go into battles like yorkie's fight behold the spite me hombre writes he's a showman a snowman frozen the coldest heights my condolences for these moments when my Composure seems to be its lowest And my demeanor appears to be meaner Bleak and ferocious Cause what we did for this world To be treated like this atrocious yeah. Marvel characters based off black gods Hypnosis yeah. If you don't speak on El Kibulon murder You condone it yeah. No more is waiting It's time to stand and take the atonement It's me creating atonement To resonate with God and the God particle Are all laws and all laws articles Of clothing I'm holding my jaw and awe, son Mystified by different lies Stating that we are not awesome Apart from inflation and pandemic we race in a plandescent to erase us from man's heaven on earth on the block this plot was clandestine since birth my girth is of goliath but i'm cunning like david when it all don't add up i'm the sum of my favors i come from a flavor that runs from the blood of the braver the ones that won't waver when god comes what you gonna say bruh did you fight the dark providing the light is your heart colliding with spite did you bark without all of the bite did you talk with all of your might despite all of the judgment my plight strong in his pungent your sight wrong and repugnant united God's in abundance, my circumference is of that of Aldebaran, got it from Archangel Michael, I call his hell Metatron, stepping on the neck of Antares, don't disrespect what a star is, I promise I won't stop this till I saw this quantum colossus, I'm Mars in this war, y'all are just novice. We all come from the darkness, we are one with the sun. Yamasani with War Room. Now, if you are an independent artist or spoken word poet or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, then head over to BlastMusic247.com and register for the free. But Blast is not just for the artists, it's for the fans too. So if you love great music like you just heard tonight and want to hear hundreds of more artists who's willing to share their music with you, then go ahead and register Blast music247.com for free the blast music 
247.com, changing the industry one artist at a time. Uh, yeah, she's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, so, you know, um, now I know you have some, like I mentioned backstage, you got a Rolodex back there. So, um, I actually wrote um, something new as well. So okay. I figured I'll break the ice unless you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, I, I stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. See, I love this. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I got to pick with you. I know you definitely stay ready. You got a whole arsenal. Believe me. I think you got a bunker full of just ammo. <laughs> and no, we're not talking about that kind of ammo. We're talking about <laughs> literature, folks. Okay. We're talking about poetry. Um, but yeah, this one um, that I wrote, uh, it's actually attached to a sketch I did. Um, two anatom anatomical hearts kissing. So the, the drawing came to my mind first. And then I started having words shooting through my mind and I'm just like, okay, wait, what do I do? Do I keep drawing or do I... Like I even created a post, like, what is this called? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I stopped with the sketch and then I just started writing. And then when I got to a certain point, then it was like, okay, go back to, <laughs> to the sketch. So I did this for about a week. So I just finished the poem last Friday and the sketch I was done with on Wednesday of last week. So um, I wish I had it, I would have showed it, but uh, it's on Facebook. so. You get a chance later, check it out. Uh, it'll probably be as LV. She keeps reminding me. She said, well, since you're doing the EP, do a book version with your own illustrations. Y'all got to find an illustrator. So, so yeah, that'll work too. <laughs> so, uh, heart kissed. Have you ever had your heart kissed? For some love is just a word used freely and sometimes recklessly creating excuses or, you know, codependency. If you've never experienced love by the world's or your own standards, you may not recognize the sweet, sweet sheer bliss of its tender kiss. It's not the type that makes you scream, I can't live without you. It's the type that says, I'm proud, I support, I love, I hear, I adore, I can't wait to get next to you. That same you that has grown tremendously, overcoming love's heartbreaking hurdles, dipping in and out the streets, spirit hanging low like your head staring at your feet, struggling against bouts of life with no peace. Self-reflection has allowed evolution to take course within your life, doing the necessary work to get you right. Painful blindness, no more, you now have sight. There's nothing you can miss. The creator's greatest reward is having your heart kissed. Embraces, you don't have to chase. The gaze that sets upon you the moment they see your face. Goosebumps, sensations, tracing, exploring your dimensions. Your personality isn't seen as a challenge because real love, egos have no space. That wow effect from recognizing alignment is what rewards your heart with enjoyment. Loving what you do brings forth the greatest gifts and doing you allows you to one day experience your heart's kiss. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so just different things, you know, taking in different stories. You know how the sisters do. We sit around, we talk. Um, I do my best to make sure that it's not a male, a male bashing session because I got love for y'all. <laughs> sometimes, nice. you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I find myself being the only one defending y'all in some of these circles. <laughs> but, you know, when you've had great examples and great experiences, regardless of the bad ones, you know, you can't discount or discredit, you know, those you yeah. know it, it's not a, a a one face for all you know you got to learn how to just keep the feelings attached to each separate situation but 
we got such a long way to go with that, but it there is hope for the lost. <laughs> we have to keep that in mind. So whichever way you would like to take us, sir, you know, this is Shine Vibration. So this is your time to shine. So do what we all know that you do best. Oh, my time to shine. <laughs> oh, shine vibrations. Indeed. Um, so they tried to bury us. Didn't know there were seeds. Hole six feet deep, surprised to see my black fist spark from the soil. They tried to drown us. Didn't know that we were fish. Ignorance is bliss. Tried dropping us on the mountain top. Didn't know we could fly. They would lie when faced with the truth. I mean, think about it. As the world turns, the sun ever really, really stop shining. Does success ever truly know defeat? We are the epitome of opportunity. Optimism incarnate, sonnet, moves the staff, pouring the Red Sea, aligning the sand, the power of prayer. They set me ablaze. Forgot I was a phoenix. You see, they are trying to kill us daily, but we just keep creating new ways to live. Branches extend toward the heavens. See me blossom. Caesar scatters the wind. We grow like weeds, like like rose from concrete. We seek only light, but grow in darkness through stress, strain, and time and pressure, 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 and keep we be we be diamonds. Reminds me of a shooting star. The reality is actually falling from the sky. Black man shot down in white tea, but I we make a wish anyway. Mm. Mm. How recent is that piece? It's old. It's old. It's old. Old but good. Old but good, but only but goodie. And we gotta continue to persevere no matter a place before us, you know, um embrace them, engage them, appreciate them. There there's no courage without fear you know right. it's impossible to to grow muscle and get strong without lifting the obstacles placed before you that's right and so those obstacles are preparing you for what's what's next the next level of your life and i think we, we shy away from them instead of running into them wholeheartedly ready to accept the challenge because again like you go to the gym every week to lift these 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 weights in order to get stronger but in your life on a daily basis, you don't attack it with the same vigor. Mm-hmm. So when I see an obstacle or challenge, I, I this is a workout. This is this is me getting ready for the next next situation, the next level of my life, next plateau. And so I'm engaged in finding the solution. Indeed, indeed, there is always a solution. Um, being a Taurus, I definitely know about charging through because that's everything that I've had to charge through and push through in my life. And, you know, again, writing has really been the conduit to help me get through all those other books. That's been part of my exercise, my mental calisthenics. Uh, so um, that piece is definitely very present for today. I believe that is something that uh, everybody can relate to and um can actually use and apply to their life um at the time that you wrote that piece was this like a reflection or just like something that you just felt that needed to go on that you needed to write because of what was going on around that time uh all of the above Hmm. you know I, i think um the beginning part uh the first line they tried to bury us to know they were seeds is a popular quote it was floating around social media for a very long time, um, and just a just a thought of of being buried. You're in the dark, right? Covered in dirt, um, uncertain of what happens next. But that's where every seed, every idea, every concept starts in the dark. And you are watered, and you you sprout roots, which grow down first. So nobody can still can't see you doing your thing yet. You're still just germinating in in this dirty, dark soil. But, but you're there, you exist. Um, and then with time and consistency um, and the proper nurturing, then you finally break through the soil um, to some sunlight. People still don't notice you, you know? Don't realize how, how deep your roots run, how long you've been working in the community, how long you've been grinding 
you know, um, with this thing, with your art, with your dream, with your hope, with your passion. And then, you know, you start to grow a little bit more. You know, somebody notices you and gives you some water, some more sunlight. And then before you know it, you know, your branches are sprouting. You know, you get this bark, you know, and you, you, you're strong and you're able to grow um, and stand on your own too um, and create shade and cover for other things to grow in your space. You know, um, and your roots start to stretch out further and become thicker and harder. Um, and it's the process, but it all started, you know, in the dark with this concept, this idea, this seed. We don't always give ourselves our arts our energy, that same manifestation, that same power, that same, you know, love that we would give a seed when growing a plant takes, takes time, mm -hmm. takes time. And at every turn, there's going to be something different, you know, attempting to, to stop you, to block your blessing, to trip you up. Um, and it's about how you, how you receive it, you know, it's mm -hmm. all about perception. And so each line in the poem talks about a different, you know, tribulation that turning a negative into a positive, you know, um, we all know the world is turning constantly, you know, but it's dark, but the sun never stops shining. Mm -hmm. You just can't see it right now, but it's still there, you That's know? Right. Um, so maybe a dark day, but you know, the sun is coming, you know, that's that light, you know, right around the corner. So just reminding myself that, that you are, where you're supposed to be. Just keep pushing forward. The light is coming. The day is coming. Your time is coming. Um, and even with tragedy, you know, um, you know, we, we've been shot down every summer, <laughs> you know, um, as black men uh, falling from the sky. Uh, but as, as a people, as a culture, we continue to wish and dream and hope anyway. And when we stop doing that, that's when we're really in trouble. Yeah. So, what else you have for us? <laughs> I got all kind of things. What would you like? Um, you take us on a trip. Man, so what I, what I will say that I think is, is important and what I've been able to do and create, um, there's a lot of artists uh, really work and network with the community. Um, the school system is a very important part of, of what I do. And literacy is a huge component in every school system, in every city, in every state, in every country. If you can inspire a young person to, to read and write, um, you can always write your own check. And, you know, the Poetry Project, um, as you mentioned, Trey worked with us when he was 16, 17 years old. Um, it's really giving students a chance to, to find their voice, to validate who they are but also a tie spoken word poetry to literacy, um, to communication, mm -hmm. to validation, um, to essay writing for, for scholarships, like all these things tie in. Some of these metaphors, third, fourth grade, you're learning these things. So as an artist and poet, to be able to link um, these ideas and concepts to hip hop, to music, to songwriting, um, to the fact that, you know, Black Panther is a dope movie, but it was a script first. The okay. comic book first. So if you can write, you know, the writing is where the true power is. You see these artists out here rhyming on the stage, but but they're 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 rapping or singing songs, music, but they probably haven't been even write themselves. You know, so yeah. again, like writing is, is very, very powerful. And so often in the classrooms we don't teach our students from that that perspective. You know, we're teaching them that they're writers write the words of sitcoms. Everyone wants to be an actor, but actors don't write their own lines. The writers do. Nope. So the writers go on strike, everything stops, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so there's so much power in writing and creating. And I, I don't think we ever really get a chance to look at that in the school system. So part of my job is really reminding and showing them how, you know, powerful their words can be. Everybody wants to get paid, but you can write um, and create. Uh, that's where these, these sitcoms and movies derived from is is the writers of the show um so so yeah so that's a big part of my mission is really focusing on young people and showing them how powerful writing can be yeah i definitely um my sons definitely uh they been seeing me since the beginning studying writing all the time when i'm up late 
they get up out of the bed, you know, the little ones come looking, trying to get in bed with you. I'm not in there because I'm in the living room and I'm up writing. So um, they're now nine and 11 and uh, we just finished our children's book and they want to do the acting, but I had the same conversation with them. I said, you know, writers is where the checks is at. And they was like, well, I said, yeah, you the things you want to do that you see on TV, someone had to write what they said. But if you write and act, then you get two checks <laughs> or yeah. even bigger check. And the, the aha moment that kids have, <laughs> you know, is, is awesome. So um, even uh, my youngest son, he went to an open mic that I was hosting at Pizza Twist um, over by uh, Concord Mills Mall. And he just was like, mommy, I wrote this. Can I, can I spit? I said, sure, take the mic. <laughs> so now he's either constantly drawing, well, they're both constantly drawing all the time, uh, but they take turns writing different things. So I noticed that that has changed and assisted them in school as well. And um, they got some folks around here in Charlotte um, uh, that, but one thing I noticed is that it's only at certain schools. Here, they do not stretch it across the board. So um, I have been in contact with some folks to see how we can change that because it's a lot of funding out there for it, but it's the people that don't want to go to the schools that need it the most. Right. So we're going to change that, though. We're going to make that happen. So um, we're like, I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> Ready for the next one. Uh, so I just finished a book, um, also a children's book. Um, and my daughter was inspiration for it. Um, and I've been asked forever, you know, um, why I hadn't created a, a book of poetry. And um, one of the things that, that I talk to people about all the time is like, you know, poets, you know, sell a, a chat book or a book for $10, $15 with, you know, 10, 20, 30 poems in it. Um, but you can write a children's book, you know, take one poem and add some 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 uh, art to it and tell that same book for $10, 15 you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, this poem is, is another oldie but goodie, um, but it's also uh, titled My New Children's Book. And um, yeah, how you turn one poem in, into uh, a book is just as profitable, if not more, than having 30 poems in a book. So this art form came before, way before hip hop. You see this thing, it plants tree crops, won't stop for red octagons. This thing, I promise you, it sings songs. Prolongs life after death. You see it moves in stealth and it improves the quality of your life. This thing flows through pipes to irrigate land and turn grass green. This thing seems to wrinkles out of my daily. Therefore, you've got to pay me for this is poetry. I never realized the power of my voice in this world, the power of this ink merged with this paper, and each day I laugh at my countless attempts to make sense of this gift, each day it lifts me higher. Lights my soul on, on fire, and I wire these words like a telegraph. To anyone who listening to some of the bones, so please don't test me, because this is dangerous. This is like skin to me. It's like kin to me. It's a friend to me when all else seems lost. You said I paid my way by showing way to the lost. And I promise you it came before hip-hop. This thing, it plants street crops, won't stop for an octagons. This thing, I promise you, it sings songs. Belongs life after death. You see, it moves in stealth, and it improves the quality of your life. This thing flows through pipes to irrigate land and turn grass green. This thing, some of the wrinkles out of my daily. Therefore, got to, got to pay me for this is poetry. It's that P-O-E. T-R-Y is poetry, P-O-E-T-R-Y is poetry, P-O-E-T-R-Y is poetry, because poetry is life, and life is poetry. This is definitely my favorite. <laughs> as soon as you started, I was like, because I remember the post about the book, and as yeah. soon as you started, I was, I was trying to contain myself, but yeah, this is I've heard you spit this one, and I believe this was the first one that I heard you spit, and that has stuck with me. So I, that is dope that that is now a children's book that that is very fitting. So you 
have this photo here. This is your uh, radio station you have now that's available on demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Poetry Cafe uh, open mic we started in 2009 at the Triad stage in Greensboro. It was a grant funded by a grant from the Arts Council. Um, and we did the event three times that year. Um, got the grant for about three more years and we were able to do the show three times a year, 2009, 2012, um, before the grant expired. By the time 2012 rolled around, the Poetry Cafe was a pretty popular event and we were able to roll it over into a monthly event. Um, so we do every single month, people want to pay and buy tickets for. Um, additionally, we had, you know, amassed a pretty decent audience and radio station 90.1 at A&T's campus decided that we should be a, a radio show. Um, so we started being able to take the artists, you know, from the stage and put them onto radio live to do their poetry every single week. Um, and we did that for ooh, 10 years. So it was a great way to market and advertise for the monthly show, having weekly artists on the stage, um, on the radio. Uh, built a whole network of people listening in to us every week and made artists want to come even more because not, not only could you perform on a, a, a stage with a packed audience, but now you could also be heard over the airwaves, you know, to new people and new audiences that may not have never heard you and weren't in the space on that particular day. So it was a dope opportunity. Um, one of my students, so again, working with young people, uh, graduated. From A&T, took a job at Chapel Hill with a WNC, the radio station. And um, when they were looking for diverse new shows, um, she gave me a call. So again, all in who you know, the work that you That's put nice. in, the you planted. And so um, after 10 years on 90.1, uh, we became a syndicated radio show on WNC. Mm. So we uh, uh, air every single Sunday on seven different states across the state of North Carolina. Um, so we still run the monthly show, um, but now we have a platform that gives the opportunity to be statewide, you know, so yes. like you saw Buxton, uh, Welcome North Carolina, Rocky Mount, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Greensboro, Winston-Salem. So again, by being on our show, you know, you get a chance to be heard all across the state um, by being on our stage. So it's just been a phenomenal opportunity to really continue to grow the platform um and again never knowing that uh, poetry could be a radio show you know i mean it's not like it's happening every day i mean it's several podcasts but to be on an npr station <laughs> uh doing your show i'm getting paid for it uh on seven eight different stations is is just like a dream come true that's right we've been doing a lot a lot of groundwork and we are now negotiating <laughs> show national next year yeah so you definitely showing that person that feels like they're the struggling artists and how family will try to tell them oh you just need to give it up shout out to look there she go she said nice carla's sister it's like what's up Shug? <laughs> uh yes that's that is definitely amazing like i'm all for the safe spaces for poets, you know, it's, it's, it's at one time, I remember it was hard because if you wasn't up there with the track music or something like folks wasn't really feeling it, but now um, it's good to see that more and more people are actually looking for it, you know, and they want to be in that type of environment. And um, so we definitely want to continue to get the shine that um, we are getting and um, just bringing more exposure to the art. Um, what other, um, you also sent me this one here. Yeah, so we tour college campuses also. So we probably tour about 10 college campuses per semester. Um, so the Poetry Cafe um, is also very affluent in student activities. And so college campuses are always looking for different ways to engage their students. And so every campus has open mic, but mm -hmm. Poetry Cafe obviously has a radio show and a platform and a history of, you know, doing what we do. So when we send press kits to, to universities, we can say, hey, we 
are interested in coming to your campus and putting your students on stage, you know, and having to see what your campus got to offer. And so uh, we've worked with probably about 10 schools in the, in the state um, for the past five or six years. And so we just repeat a lot of the same schools every single semester, uh, just go back and provide spaces for them to create, um, to showcase and to hone their skills. And so another way to create financial stability um, is work with the universities uh, and yeah, yeah. So just leave no stone unturned. Public school system, university settings, uh, corporate gigs, radio, um, bar mitzvahs, birthday parties, you know, whatever, whatever. I know that's right. I know that's um, right. Weddings. Check. We're going to, to see what it is. So that's right. And, and, the, and the bigger you get, when people know about you, the more opportunities you get, the more people call and, you know, request you to come out and do things. I'm um, having a brand like the Portrait Cafe. Uh, under your belt definitely helps you know solidify when you can show them what you have done what you have been doing what you're doing now and you know want to be a part of something that's already moving that's good um so uh let the folks know how they can find you um any up and new things you have coming um outside of the poetry cafe um any events it's your time to run it down for the people the Portrait Cafe is is the thing, you know what I'm saying? Every single month we are hosting that show in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, and from that stage, so many things happen as you saw. We have uh, a plethora of stations that are playing, replaying, re-airing, you know, the show um, from the stage. So uh, definitely something you want to come through and check out if you're looking to get some, if you're going to be seen and heard. Uh, we got YouTube, of course. We've got a Patreon has some behind the scenes stuff going down. So if you want to support and see, you know, the behind the scenes movement, check out the Patreon. We're on TikTok, um, Instagram, all of the Poetry Cafe. You Google it, it'll it'll come up. So we're not we're not hard to find. Um, but we're just doing, you know, our part every single day to make the world a better place. Indeed. Well, I appreciate you for taking time. Cause like we all know, life be life, and <laughs> I was just able to be home on time because I teleworked from home today, so I didn't nice. have to do much movement. Um, but it was a pleasure having an opportunity to see you again, uh, and also um, hopefully when my schedule loosens up, so I'll be able to come back up because I haven't been to the borough in a while, uh, so. Um, Definitely the Poetry Cafe, uh, run it down again so people know. I want to make sure that those that are on the platform listening on the other. Uh, yeah, the web platform. the website is thepoetrycafe.org. Mm -hmm. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Patreon and TikTok. So anywhere you put in the Poetry Cafe, we will pop up. But the website always has the latest and greatest things we have going on. Um, we have a show every single month, radio show every single week. You can tune in on WNC.org every Sunday at 6 p.m. Um, and next year, we will be a nationally syndicated radio show um, all across the country, um, uplifting and amplifying voices of artists from our community and beyond. So Portrait Cafe is um, doing dope shit, and we are going to continue to grow and push the platform to infinity and beyond straight up buzz light here. So we, we are, um, yeah, continuing to grow every day. Yes, yes. And I am glad to be part of those that are witnessing. Uh, we got one more comment. Oh, uh, Carla said it was a great interview. Of course, you know, I love interview those that are prepared, you know, and, 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 and well seasoned. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yes, of course. And then, you know, when you good people anyway, the energy is always good. So it just, it was just flow. Like I tell folks, this ain't scripted. This is just energy. This is just the vibe. So you enjoyed this. Make sure that you follow the brother. Stay tuned to the Poetry Cafe. Um, I've been in North Carolina, oh, goodness, almost 20 years. So if I'm following, y'all should be following too. Um, so until next Friday, y'all, peace. Peace.